I found it interesting. People love to hear about your working out. I'm sure they do. <laughs> you want me to just post about it 15 times a day on Facebook? Do Once or twice, it? at least, I think. Sometimes I think when that happens and people are posting about it on Facebook, I like it in moderation, but if it's... I'm like, yeah, man, I know, we get it. We're doing it, too. I'm also working out. It's cool. Whatever. Cocky, huh? No. <laughs> Are you uh, recording? Yeah, we've been recording for half an hour. We no. just shit on everyone on Facebook. No, I, we haven't. No, only for 30 seconds. Oh, okay. But, yeah, you shit on everybody that's posting about working out. No, I'm not. I think people do it as an accountability thing. Yeah. You know, like I was listening to Brendan Schaub talk about it and he was like, I post shit and only on Instagram in like the little video, you can watch like a 10 second video. Mm -hmm. And he's like, the only reason why I do it is to like be accountable Yeah. because if I'm talking about exercising and stuff and then I'm not doing it, it's easy to lie. So I, yeah, I think it's just, um, I've seen it where I, I mean, I like it. I just have to, uh, my motivation for doing it, I, I don't know, I look at, like, both the way I was before, like, now I get motivated by it, right? When you told me you ran all those miles, I was like, dang, man, I should I should participate again. And then once I started, I was like, oh, yeah, this, there's a reason why I do this. Yeah, it feels um, good. Yeah, but then, like, um, but the way I was before, I would have just been like, yeah, well, fuck you, you're in good shape, fuck mm -hmm. off, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Right. You know, and, like, um, and like it would have been eye roll and it would have been me full of it. Yeah. Envy and jealousy and whatever. I get it. So this is a podcast that's not about working out, though. It's about your life and my life, oh, dude. Yeah. Sometimes you and I work out. That's right. You work out a little bit more regularly than I do. <clears throat> because we're, we've recovered we've re and we are recovered as fuck. Yeah, that's the name of this podcast, dude. Crazy. Recovered AF, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are we, we're, we're not, I keep wanting to use this analogy, but I don't really, I sort of speak in analogies a lot, but like. Always. Yeah. I wouldn't say a lot. I would say always. Always. It just seems Anytime to. Anytime we're in a conversation, you're like, it's like. Yeah. And then you use it, an analogy. it just seems, it just seems like it's easy for me to explain it that way. But it's like, I have a grocery store, King Supers down the road. I was down there this morning. I bought eggs and sausage and a newspaper because my fucking newspaper didn't get delivered again. <laughs> Here we go with the newspapers. I'm not even get involved. <laughs> if you want that one uh, on my counter the over there, newspaper? you can take No, I don't. Whatever's in it, I can find <laughs> on the internet. You can take it home with you because uh, I, I went and bought one <laughs> when it didn't show up. Uh, anyway. And so I go to this. You were so old. <laughs> I was like, Ember was like, hey, see if Kyle wants this newspaper. I was like, oh, he's going to have a field day with this. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> I have funny. a subscription to the newspaper. It doesn't come half the time on Sundays, so I have to go buy my own. It's crazy. So anyway, I go here and I buy this. I buy this. I buy stuff at this. Um, the King Supers yeah, that you already said. Yep. And it sustains me. And... Um, and I like it, and I go there, and I use it a lot. But that doesn't mean that I'm a King Supers representative or spokesperson. Oh, that's Kyle. where you're going. Yeah, with that's where I'm like, going. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right. So, like, so we're, you're not affiliated with King Supers, exactly. But you participate in what King Supers has to offer, exactly. And now, and now, if this were the um, supermarket, 
uh, podcast, we might do a, like a deep dive into what's in aisle 11 yeah. or something like that, or the produce section. Right. Or we might compare um, King Supers to farmer's markets or to um, like Sam's Club or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. We might do all of those things all the while not being representatives of King Supers. Right. Or spokespeople for King Supers. You're just talking about your experience with King Supers exactly. and other supermarkets. That's right. All right. So it's sort of like that. Only we talk about recovery. And you and I got well using the 12 steps. So uh, we talk about those things a lot and how that affects and pertains and applies in our life. But that doesn't mean we're spokespeople for those 12-step programs. I would agree. Any of the A's. there, You can put a lot of letters in front of the second anonymous. Yeah. There's lots of... Blank A's. Right. Or and, sometimes blank A's. And we're not affiliated with any of those. That's right. We just share our experience as it relates to participating with those things. That's right. Just like you would if you were talking about King Supers. Yep. That's a pretty good analogy, hey, thanks, honestly. man. Yeah. I had no I idea where the fuck you were going with that for <laughs> yeah. a second. Like, like, why is he talking about the grocery yeah, I was store? Like, what are you gonna, I thought maybe you were going to tie it into your fitness or something. Nah. <laughs> nope. That's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, well, like, the reason why it's important, though, is because like we recorded a podcast yesterday. Oh, dude, you are just on it I'm today. I'm all over it, Your right? mind is working on another level. Yeah, it's, so, all the, it's all the caffeine. So we recorded a podcast yesterday, right? Yep. And what, what, what happened on that podcast? Who did we talk to? So we talked to some people... Um, I, they have they've developed they've created a program called the freedom model yes and uh, and have a book that's published called the freedom model of addiction yes and um, and they reached out to us yeah they reached out they said hey you know would you be possibly interested in having us on the show and talking about what we do and we looked into what we what they do and what they do is not 12-step stuff and it sounds like it's just talking to those two yesterday steven and um Michelle. Michelle. That, um, they Wonderful had, people, yeah, too. I had a great, great, it was a really good yeah, conversation. it was. Um, that they had some negative experiences with the 12-step programs, and they, and they found that it wasn't for them. And um, and uh, and so they, they talked about what they do, and what they did was um, a lot opposite of 12-step stuff. Or not opposite, but it just didn't, it didn't they didn't um, believe There's in the no 12-step model. Yeah, yeah, no overlap. That's yeah. the question, and that's the way you put it. And so, uh, and so, you know, so we wanted to just do this podcast first to let you know that that was coming. Like, if you're one of our regular listeners, and you might be like, "Hey, why did you have these people?" That, and they're not anti 12-step. It might seem that way, but they're they're not. No, I think what they have found is uh, a way of life, and. Uh, I don't want to use the term program because they don't use it, but like a, a way of life that works for them that they don't have to drink or use drugs or they can moderate it with the people that they've worked with. Yes. And what's cool about that is um, Aaron and I like to, um, you and I, I think, talk quite a bit about being open-minded on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The three essentials of Honest. our deal, yeah. the requirements are honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. Right. So, we have to be able to put that shit into practice. Exactly. And you and I talk about being pretty open-minded in a lot of things about our lives, whether it's uh, different diet ideas or workout regimens or recovery paths or people's opinions or perspectives on how to do the work. You and I try to practice open-mindedness. And I think for me, one of the big reasons why I thought it would be good to have them on the podcast was to, to practice that. And to like hear it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't, I, um, 
we have several points in our literature, and I'm so glad you don't have your book in front of you so we don't have to reach it to people. I, I was going to, but I know. But uh, there's points in there that talk about, like, be quick to see where other people are right, um, explore other areas. You know, there's stuff. What were you talking about yesterday? It, you it, said it says if you're, you know, if, if you can do the about face and, and drink like a gentleman, our hats off to you. Yeah. And that's what um, Michelle. Right. Yeah. Michelle, Michelle was talking about mm-hmm. is uh, now she can drink moderately. And so hats off to her. Yes. Yeah. And so I think for us, um, if we have an avenue where we can talk about anything we want that you and I want to discuss and we close off an area of discussion, then I think we're not practicing open mindedness at all. Yeah. So uh, I would say that was one of the biggest reasons why we wanted to have them on it. Yeah. And so like, and, and so we're going to release that midweek, but we just wanted to like, if you're listening to these in order, or if you're, if you're um, Kyle's mom or Amber that listens every week, as soon as they come out, like um, we just want to let you know, like this one's coming out and, and these people are, are, are definitely not doing a 12 step approach and they both, you know, they just had a negative experience with it. And, and for, and, and what Michelle was saying is it starts with powerlessness and, and, and it goes downhill from there is, is what, they don't believe right, right. So, i think that's where we split yeah and mm-hmm. so like um and so if you're wondering like you know uh you guys are always talking about the 12 steps and how it worked for you and and like you know why would you guys you know be interested in having these people on the podcast podcast is because i don't really have an opinion on what they're doing right um um but what i am a proponent of is people getting well 100%. and yep. i don't know how people do that and um, if somebody, I, I don't care. However you can get well, man, that's what I want. I'm all about people succeeding and living full lives, and I don't really care how they do that. Right. And we've made it plenty clear on our podcast, we do it for the 12 steps. And what I have seen is people that actually do the 12 steps, not that are around the 12-step program, not that are in or out, not that are doing half measures, but I mean doing it entirely have had a wonderful, successful, and full lives. Mm-hmm. But if there's other people that have another way to find happiness, more power to you. And our literature says that. I'm not saying anything that wouldn't be backed up by our own literature. Right. Well, and one thing I I have lived my entire life this way is, and I say this a lot, I think I talk about it majority on the podcast, is like, if, if your experience doesn't match my experience, one of us is doing it incorrectly. And I just don't believe that to be true anymore. Uh, I think that there's many ways to, to get the end result. And like you said, I think what you and I are proponents of are people getting well. Yes. And people living healthy lives and being productive members of society and participating in life. And if someone can get well and experience all of that through the 12 steps, like, hell yes, I'm all for it. If mm-hmm. someone can do it by going through the, this other place, the the freedom model, and they can get well and be productive members of society, like, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't have to be in a competition or have an opinion on how other people are doing things. I can just sit back and enjoy the fact that people are trying to better themselves and get well. Yes. And that is a a nice place to be that's a peaceful place to live today yeah. you know so. yeah our uh, again in our literature you know it talks about being uh, you know faced with a you know, self-imposed crisis we had to face the decision or we had to face the yeah the decision that god was everything or god was nothing and what is our choice to be and if god is everything then what people 
that aren't me are doing and the avenues they're pursuing and the outcomes of those avenues are not my concern. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, you know, they talked about, you know, one of the negative aspects is they've gotten a lot of blowback, you know, mm-hmm. and that I understand where that's coming from, but it also, um, seems very agnostic and it bums me out that that happens because as a member of a 12 step group, I have no opinion right. on what they're doing. Exactly. Yes. And um, yeah, I think that's just uh, for, for you and I, I thought it was an opportunity we couldn't pass up to to practice these principles we talk about, Yeah. to do it on a podcast, and to have really, I thought, like a pretty good conversation. It was insightful. They talked about the stuff that they do. I thought it was interesting. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's cool that... Uh, that we got an opportunity to talk to people and that like somehow our podcast got into a different, and this isn't like um, two dudes just coming up with their own or, you know, coming up with their own plan and just like, you know, it's been around for like 30 years or something. I think they said the late eighties. Yeah. They've had like um, 89 or something, 13 or 16 revisions to their program. So I mean like what they do, they keep revising it and improving it. Yeah. And that they, they seem very um, open-minded to what they're working on and and getting it better and, and working on perfecting it. And I mean, it's, it's cool that it found our podcast found the way to them and they reached out and yeah. I think that's a it's all beneficial and I think part of uh, just like we say we're not affiliated with any 12-step organization we're also not affiliated with them at all and right. so like giving them an avenue to to have a conversation and talk about what they're doing is great but that doesn't mean you and I uh, have to endorse it or agree with it just like we don't endorse the 12-step world either like yeah that's those people's experience we have guests on that share their experience and you and i will share our experience and all of those things can exist at one time that's the cool part what we have is a platform where we can talk about people getting well yeah and i i think what this does is opens the door to if someone else has found a different way like i'm not opposed to hearing what that person does yeah you know that person went to a a shaman or spent time at a monastery or did some, you know what I mean? And they, they got, well, like I'm all for hearing that stuff yeah. too. And I think this is kind of the entry to that area where people are, are getting recovered from hopeless states of mind and body and they're doing it. And, and we have an opportunity to talk to those people and carry a message at a very like open-minded level. So. Yeah. And like, it was clear that they're, every bit as passionate about what they're doing as we are. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're every bit as passionate and involved in, in, uh, you know, uh, helping people as we are when we sit down and work with somebody else, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not like, uh, I don't know. And, and they talk about that, you know, in the podcast, it, if it was some money-making scheme, they'd be probably sitting a lot fatter. Right. Uh, yeah, so, no, I thought it was good. And we wanted to just put this podcast out. I know we already said this, but we just wanted to put this podcast out to those of us, our fans that listen pretty regular, regularly and our um, 12-step members that there's a podcast coming that doesn't probably align with what, what, you, what you've experienced. And um, hopefully that doesn't rub you too much the wrong way, but Aaron and I get it 
pick and choose what we do on here. That's yeah. the beauty of you and I having something that yeah. we that we That's right. are creating is we get to have the decision of what we get to do. So it's it's um you know it's uh being able to be open minded again. Like I know we talked about that, but not not just in uh, theory, but in practice. Yeah, you know, watching things and listening to a point of view that I may not necessarily agree with or share experience with. You know, I'm. I sit down and watch that documentary about the um, vegan lifestyle. I'm clearly opposite of the vegan lifestyle in the way I eat. But, right. I mean, am, am I willing to sit down and be open-minded and, you know, hear that out? That's, I think, what we like about Rogan's podcast is all the time. He's having all kinds of different people from just the entire spectrum on and giving them the opportunity to talk. Yep, absolutely. You know, and, and, and playing devil's advocate a little bit no matter who's on it, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, yeah. He did that one with Cresser. I mean, he he obviously agrees with Cresser, but he played devil's advocate in several spots during that thing. Exactly. So, yeah, I think it was um, it was definitely worth having, and I, w- I, I was more than thrilled with the outcome that we were able to just have a, a good, healthy conversation and you and I didn't have to disagree or express our viewpoints at all. Like we yeah. were able to talk to them and listen and hear their point of view. And I think that's a, a good, good place for you and I to be. That's right. That's not always the case. Every podcast we do is us talking about our way of life and our 12 step way of life. You know, the purpose of that yesterday wasn't to talk more about us or find out or, right. or make contradictions about what we do and what they don't do. That's not what yesterday was. It no. was to sit down and find out what they do. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I was uh, very happy with it and it was great to talk to them and meet them. And the audio, I think, is pretty solid. They, it was a phone in. We worked out some of the kinks with from our first phone in one. And I, it sounded pretty good, and there was no lag really or anything. So I think uh, if you listen to it, give us some opinions. We're not again. You might have your own opinion on it. If you want to share it, you can always reach out to us and tell us what you think. But that's the beauty of you and I's podcast, and that not being affiliated, we don't have to try to find people that always a hundred percent back what you and I experience. Yeah, I think that you know, I don't know if that's always necessarily a good idea. You know, it might be good to have. Yeah. Some sort of a contradiction again. Yeah, I want to be surrounded by yes people or right. Get into that thing. Absolutely. So, so, so what else is going on, dude? Um, being a dude. Yeah, uh, being a dude, doing dude things. That's pretty much it. That's cool. Uh, it's getting ready to be busy season at work for me. When does that start? Like Thanksgiving mm. week, or like right at like Black Friday? Probably is a big week for your your yeah. business. Like yeah. Your, uh, sometimes there's five weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and sometimes there's only four weeks. And this is a four weeker, so it's real busy. It's probably gonna get. It's probably gonna be on like Donkey Kong yeah. as soon as I get back tomorrow. Yeah, I bet, dude. Yeah. Um, Do you guys work? You guys don't work. You have like Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and everything off, right? Yeah, and like. Usually when Christmas hits, it's pretty well over. Now, because gift cards are so big these days, it does last a little longer than it used to. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, we have New Year's Eve off and New Year's Day. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we used to not have to work the day after Thanksgiving, and now we do. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll get well compensated for it. You get time and a half or something, or double time for black. Or I get eight time. hours of holiday pay plus double pay for the damn hours dude. That work. for Black Friday, which isn't even a holiday. Yeah, so that's okay. The next time I hear you complain, I'm gonna punch you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and like we we'd have some we have some trips to northern Colorado planned coming up too, where we're gonna be able to um, have lock, quite a few guests yeah, before lock the holidays. Up a bunch. Yeah, and so maybe we we can take a little breather and start you know putting out two a week again and just do one of us bullshitting and then one with a guest. I like I like that format. Yes, I think it's nice. It gives good variety. We also probably end up needing to get a couple of guests in for a rec table or something here yeah. before too long. But yeah. But yeah, we've got some guests lined out for not this coming weekend, but the following weekend down in Colorado, right? Yeah. The 5th. I think the 7th and the 14th. Maybe that's what it is, the 7th. The 7th is not as far down. That's, that's more like right. the Fort Collins Loveland area. Yeah, that's one right. one or two quickies. And then uh, a whole morning of them lined up back to back to back to back. On the uh, 14th. Yeah. Hell yeah. And we're bringing a treadmill back. Oh, yeah. That's why you wanted to go down there. Yeah. Well, we wanted to go down there for the podcast, but then it was like, we, we need to pick this treadmill up. So Yeah. Don't Th- you have one, though? Yeah, it's not good. Oh, okay. My feet slide on it. What does that mean? Like, you know, the thing runs this way. Every time I, my foot hits, it slides up it. Oh. Yeah. And so I'm like, feels like I'm running on ice. I gotcha. It's really cheap. It was a really cheap one. That's cool. You got a nice one now? I don't know. It's Amy's. It's probably nice. Probably. That's cool, dude. And then if I get my bike on the trainer downstairs, I won't have to go to the gym much anymore. Swimming, dude. Yeah, I can't swim at my and house. pumping iron. Yeah. Got to get swole. That's cool, dude. What about you, man? You uh, you had a, a you took on a whole. You were able to apply the principles of our program to your work life recently. Tell yeah. us about that, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I was. I've been a little stressed, but um, we uh, the the company I work for took made a new acquisition that like doubles our business, and um, I ended up being a central part of making that happen and that was cool to mm-hmm. be a part of it mm-hmm. at first i was kind of pissed yeah. frustrated i did a 10 step with you about it and was right. like this is bullshit fuck yeah. this but um there was some fear and resentment over yes how much work you were going to be asked to do right yes okay and then the idea that like uh we were hoping to make this acquisition without adding any additional labor or yeah. costs yeah. and it was like oh well that's yeah that's cool that's <laughs> like telling someone hey this you're running at 100% efficiency. We need you to double the amount of output that you're doing, but we're not adding anything or anybody. Yeah. And I was like, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I did a 10 step. And then afterwards, I don't know, I just had this perspective uh, change around work that was just like, this is what they pay me to do. And um, it, if I wasn't doing it, who knows what would happen and it's nice to be able to be relied on to get things taken care of. And, um, I don't know, like it was nice. I felt like, uh, I was able to put the best interest of my company ahead of my own personal interests. Uh, oh, you, you were able to change, you were able to take the looking at it from the lens of self and, and just, um, to more of what is right. Right. Like I just talk. So Colin and I have already had this conversation because we talk. I don't know two or three times a week anyway, and more uh, like four or five. Okay, (laughs) and um, I just was enjoying having this conversation because, I mean, the problem was is the way I looked at life, and it was just how everything affected me. Yes, right. Didn't matter what was happening. How did it affect me? Mm -hmm. And so. That's the selfishness and self-centeredness that our literature says is the root of our troubles. Right. So we had to have a perspective change, and we have, 
but then we also, it says, have to continue to grow in the realm of the spirit, right? Yes. And um, and what you were describing is an actual living example of how that works until, you know, it went from, well, how is this acquisition going to affect me to, oh, yeah, I'm just, I just do what I do. This is what I, this is what I'm paid to do. And yes, it's long hours and I prefer not working as many hours, but I will work as many hours as necessary to get the job done. And it, and it became not about you. Right. It became just being, um, part of a, you know, part of the system that was going on around you. Yes. And doing that in a way that could benefit everybody around you. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I went from feeling like I'm getting fucked over to, feeling like I had a sense of purpose and direction to help get this thing done and, and worked through. And like as of Friday, we're like a whole week ahead of schedule on what, what we needed. And it was like in the moment I'm angry, I'm resentful. I try to talk myself off the ledge. It doesn't work. And then I reached out to you and had a 10 step call and that was nice. And then the next day, like I just asked for some guidance around it, you know, in my morning routine and and not that it was like instant and I'm like, Oh, everything's better. But like, it just kind of wasn't so frustrating. And then as the week went on and it's been like two weeks now that I've been working on this thing, like we, um, like things just kind of started falling into place and it's like, I just got to go in and like my, I didn't complain again about it. Like I called you and complained, but I, I haven't complained about it since I don't think. And, um, you know, it's, it's nice to feel like I have a purpose at work and that I'm valued and things things are falling into place and hard work is benefit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was just a good experience of me not being resentful about my company doing what companies are supposed to do, which is make decisions that make money. <laughs> you yeah, know? Right, like, that's right. what a company's yeah, job yeah. is, is to make benefit, like make decisions that benefit the company and help the company grow and make money and be profitable. And like somewhere I look at it in a different angle and like, Oh no, the company is supposed to like help me out and take care of me and do all of this. And like, yes, to a certain spot, but like I don't get screwed over by the company. It's just my perspective. And when that changes, I can realize that I'm a part of this and uh, I can give my best effort to, to make this thing be successful or I can get in the way of it and be pissed and angry all day. And which is how we used to live. Right. Which is how I lived my whole life. And so now it's just like the thing still crops up. The resentment still crops up. The selfishness still crops up in my life where I'm kind of frustrated about how things are unfolding in in my life, but I'm able to quickly take action and then get, get right sized and centered again and realize that, this is this is what companies do, and I'm lucky enough to be a part of it, and that I can try to help make it as easy as possible. And like, I don't know the analogy I used yesterday with you, because now I use analogies because I hang out with you all the time. <laughs> is is um, like in in a twelve step organization, there's the traditions, and we've talked a little bit about those. But those things are designed to keep the twelve step world protected from individuals who are selfish and self-centered by nature in a nutshell. And like I was able to apply the the principles of those traditions to my work life and put the betterment of my work ahead of the betterment of me. 
just like when I apply those traditions to the 12 step world, I put AA ahead of the betterment of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was cool. It was a nice experience and things are good this week. I don't think it's actually going to be that bad because I'm a week ahead of schedule now with what I needed to get done and things are just cruising along and, uh, it was nice. And I like this, it's, it may, it might sound like something com- super simple to our listeners right. to what we're talking Someone's about. Like, Dude, shut the fuck up yeah. about your work problems. But um, this is what life is made up of, is all of these things happening one on top of another on top of another, right? Yes. And my inability to see these things through a wide lens prior to arriving here and through a very um, self-centered, self-serving lens is the shit that got me messed that got me in, in the wrong spot in the first place so when we're talking about it this is the kind of stuff that gets me psyched up i mean this is the whole you know it talks about doing this in all of our affairs well a little over a third of our lives are spent at work yeah and if we can't practice it there we're in big trouble we've got some grinding to do and i know all about that <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> right yeah yeah, I mean that seems to be a place where it's easy to let the vile or you know the 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 negativity that may be from the other places in my life, and I can take it and I can direct that into my work because you're supposed to hate work, right? Right, but it, it, that doesn't have to be the case. No, you know, and it maybe sounds super simple to other people, and if you already know how to live this way, good on you. But I don't know if people really do that much. I mean, I see a lot of people out, non-alcoholics, and and, and deal with them. And uh, it seems that it's like a human condition to see life through the lens of self. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think it's magnified at the workplace because you're around people that you might not necessarily want to hang out with. You're There's like a... It's not organic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm there to get paid... But then I also want my way the whole time, you know, and so like, and I think that's just human nature. Most people I talk to, no matter who it is, seem to have more struggles at work than other areas of their life. And it's just because it's not organic. Like it's not a natural way of life. It's just this weird way we live now where society works because everyone is working. But yes. And people, what I experienced as work is like in the natural world, like if you play sports, it seems like the natural leaders sort of rise into those positions. Mm-hmm. It just happens naturally. They're the best athletes, whatever, whatever happens. But it seems like in the work environment, that's not exactly how those people get put into those leadership positions. Right. And so if you've got somebody that's not qualified to be in a leader position, then it's very unnatural. This mm-hmm. is not the way things work in the natural world. In the natural world, this person would not be ruling over the, you know, I don't know, yeah. ruling, but you know, well, yeah, exactly. In a period, position of superiority to his peers. Yeah. And then it happens, then it makes it even more unnatural. And it's hard to navigate. Yeah, it is. And it's, um, you know, a bunch of different personalities and a bunch of different perspectives trying to be morphed into a common goal. And sometimes how people view things, it's like my way or the highway. And if you, if you live your life that way at, in your work life, like I've found that I don't have much success. Like I need to be yeah. more freeing, but it, it's just hard. Work life is hard for anybody, I think. And so to be able to find some peace at it during a, a really trying time, it's, and that's what I was telling you during the 10th step I did with you was like, oh yeah, work life is easy when it's easy, you know, yes. when like things are just normal and there's no kinks in the plan, everything's yeah. running smooth and 
oh yeah, this is cake. I don't have any problems. But then when something large happens, it, to be able to somewhat practice this stuff still is a huge win for me. You know, that's not how I was able to navigate for a long time. Yeah, spiritual principles are easy to practice when they're easy. You know, it's, yeah, it's easy to forgive the person. You know, the wife. Right. You know, or you know, it's easy to have a have a loving loving and tolerant view of the person I chose to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. Uh, some son of a bitch I deal with at work, not so easy to, you know, share a loving and tolerant view of. Right, yeah. who, who might not have my best interest in mind. Yeah. Right, their best interest might be aligned with someone else or with the company in general or whatever. Or they're doing the same thing. Yeah. They're only looking at how life affects them. Right, and <laughs> how is it going to benefit me? Yeah. yeah. And can I fault them for that? No. Nope. Right. Because we all are there. So yep. I think that's the uh, the hard part about work or, you know, most areas of uh, my life. I'm in a situation where everyone is looking out for themselves because that's just the human condition. Yes. That's just what people do. I mean, we're probably genetically wired that way to, to, for evolution. Yeah, well, reasons, yeah. I right? have to protect myself. Yeah. Because without, if I die, we're all screwed. You yeah, know? Like, exactly. So, yeah. And now we're just in this world where, I mean, those just human instincts, survival instincts are, you know, driving our probably unconscious brain. But we're trying to live in a way that's spiritual in nature because doing that got us all fucked up. Exactly. And we're drunkards and junkies and... Uh, so that's just, that type of living doesn't work for people like us. Exactly. You know, and it's probably not necessarily in the world that we live in today to, for you and I to live that way. In fact, we found that it to be a complicate complication, you know, to living that way to, um, relying on our human instincts. And that's why we've had to look into spiritual principled living. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I find that changes i was thinking today when i was putting the christmas lights up because last year was the first time i've done that and because i am so busy during christmas i just think of all the bullshit that used to come out of my mouth that that i used to believe Mm -hmm. and i get to see it sometimes reflected so i used to never we just didn't even put up a tree because i would just lie to myself and say i was too tired and that I didn't have to because I worked too much. And maybe I mean, that was probably true. That was probably true. I wasn't living very well, but it's just a load of bullshit now. I've got as much energy as I need right. all the time. And um, and uh, I remember one another coworker of mine a while back saying that he doesn't do anything on the weekends because he works so hard during the week. Mm. I used to say that same shit, same shit. And, uh, and I was just thinking, and as I was putting up the Christmas lights, what a fucking wanker i used to be <laughs> i don't know what to say it, awesome. man. yeah i was just like what a pussy for back of lack of a better term and this that i was just uh, mentally weak and spiritually weak and i just didn't have any fortitude at mm. all you know and yeah like, i don't have to live that way but i get to see that reflected in work i hear my coworkers because i'm having this change at work too and we talked about this earlier in the week and i've got a new boss and i like him and i like him yeah and um and my coworkers, my work life just seems to be enjoyable lately. I don't know another way to say it. And so, um, and I just, it just hasn't been bothering me. I don't know. And it's, you know, something that I've never experienced before. And mm-hmm. so, um, but, but I still hear all of the people around me saying the same things and having the same complaints right? and still being disgruntled at work. And I'm, you know, I realized it the other day and I was like, I don't know what's changing. I don't know if it's these circumstances. That's probably some of it, but then some of it's me and I can hear them. 
saying the same things that I used to say mm-hmm. and thinking, I don't know about that, man. Going to have a rough go if that's your outlook here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's those are some of the cool, per, like when you get to see that I've changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember I had that same experience around the 12-step world where when I was like two years sober, I kind of hated it and uh-huh. I didn't really want to go anymore and I was kind of over everybody there. And then I remember after going through the work again, I was telling Ty that um, I was like, yeah, man, like AA seems like it's a lot better right now. And I was like, I don't know what happened. And he's like, I don't think AA changed. (laughs) So it was probably you. And it was like, oh, shit. You know, like the light bulb clicked on where I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm the one that's changing. And like, I don't know, some people might think that's just normal. Like, oh, when things are hard or I don't agree with them, it's my job to change. But for me, that's not default setting uh-uh. mine is like i'll just try to make you change harder yeah. <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't make sense then i've got to fix it right <laughs> to change my own perspective is not even no. something that would ever occur to me yeah you try and get my hands in there and yeah get i'll changed. get this figured out yeah. you know and that's what's cool is when you get that experience like you had where everyone's having everyone else is reacting the same way and you're no longer reacting that way yeah like holy shit yeah you know and yeah some of it might be other things that are related but for the most part it's just how i'm responding and like i used to really hate this time of year and i used to like credit this time of year for like ruining christmas for me and i'm like what a bunch of bullshit man yeah now people are like oh i bet you hate this time of year and i'm like no i don't this is what i signed up for it's busy where I work this time of year. Yeah. I understand that. I'm okay with that. I've prepared myself for it. And if I can help everybody else have a better Christmas because of that, I'm down. Hell yeah. Like This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good shit. I like those perspectives. Hell yeah. That's dope. So what else is going on, dude? Work life's good. Yeah. Start working out again. Kyle inspired me. To, Kyle said he ran 27 running, miles man. last week. Yeah. I was like, dang, man. And see, this is another cool perspective change where I think before I would have been like, I would have heard Kyle say that and then thought what a piece of shit I was because I wasn't doing that. Yeah. I heard Kyle say that and I'm like, mm, dang, yeah, I got to get some of that too. Yeah. And dude. so then I got up and started exercising again this week. And guess what? It felt great. That's what I told Megan. Yeah. I, I ran today again and I told her I was like, I, I don't know if there's anything quite better than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, th- I don't like the term runner's high, but I kind of get it when, I, like, I don't really care about anything. I'm pretty neutral to what's going on. I'm, like, just at peace. I feel good. I don't feel lethargic and shitty and, like, I just feel good, yeah. you know? And it's the idea of, like, oh, I need to, like your coworker said, like, oh, I work so hard I don't need to, I don't do anything on the weekend. Like, for me, I find the more energy I put out, the better I feel. Yes. You know what I mean? It's the, and it seems it's the counterintuitive. Paradox. Yeah. It a, really is. It is. The thing that I think I need is not what I need. No. Yeah. Like when I feel like shit, I need to go run. And like yeah. Friday when I was talking to you, you were like, are you going to go run after work? And I was like, yeah, dude. And it was like, I'm fucking burned out. I put in 60 hours or whatever. I'm ready to do nothing. But I got home. I chilled for like an hour. And then I was like, I want to go run, you know? Yeah. And I went and took a, a few mile run again and it felt good. So... I've never, that's exactly what, that's exactly what happened to me last Sunday. That's what finally motivated me. I was sitting on the couch. I was so restless. I was in such a shitty mood. Mm -hmm. I didn't know why I had all this nervous energy and I was like, and finally I was like, dude, go 
get this out. This, yeah. There's clearly a buildup of energy that needs to be released. Yes. And so I went and got that shit out, and then I felt amazing. Yeah, dude. That's how it is. That's yeah. how I felt too. Yeah. So here's another thing that um. So I'm, I'm I have this thing and um, I have this thing in my head that's going on where I just keep telling myself I'm just here for the suffering, and like this has been my mantra lately. Mm-hmm. In that like um, it's the things that sometimes that I do are not necessarily, it's just like an embrace the suck kind of a philosophy. And I was listening to another, um, an old, old Jocko Willink podcast. And he talked about, you know, um, you better expect shit to go wrong. Like Mm -hmm. that's just part of it. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why I was so, um, emotionally and mentally weak is because I just wanted things to be good all the time. I wanted things to feel good all the time. I wanted things to be smooth all of the time. Mm-hmm. And when things didn't go that way, I would freak out. I would become incredibly frustrated. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. When we went to uh, treatment, they had that 500, 500 dot test that you took. Mm-hmm. And uh, mine came back that I had a low frustration. Like, oh, no, that was something different. Common common characteristics of alcoholics: low frustration tolerance. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. as soon as like that, I was like, oh god, yeah, this is the only one. It's me, right? <laughs> yeah. Because like, as soon as like things didn't go the way I thought they, I would just fuck. I would get so frustrated and I would lose my temper and I'd then I'd pout and then I'd quit, you know, and then yeah, full of fear and like, um, I, I don't want to say that I'm waiting for shit to go wrong, but I'm living life with the understanding that that's what life. I have an idea. How could life possibly go according exactly to the idea I have in my head? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of insanity I used to think. I think that for me, I try to not even have a plan anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because that's what always gets me in trouble and frustrated is when I'm like, all right, so it's going to unfold this way and this. And then what I find is like when when I'm thinking that way, I'm usually getting in the way of progress. Yeah. And what if I just kind of flow with stuff? Do what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. and just kind of go about it. Then things tend to work out better, yes. you know. And or they work out exactly how they would have, but there's a lot less like stress yeah. and frustration yeah. and effort required to make things unfold the way they are. If I'm podcasting, I just need to be podcasting. Yeah, and that's just what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know I can apply that to like my work life or my relationship life or anything. It's like if I if I have an idea of how things should be, then I'm going to be spending a whole lot of time and energy trying to make it so those things unfold the way I think they should be. And then I, I kind of don't allow God or the spirit of the universe or whatever to intervene at all. And our book talks about that. We're much less tired and we're no longer foolishly wasting energy trying yeah. to arrange life to suit our needs. Exactly. Right? I'm just kind of cruising along and what i find is when i when when i uh take a take downshift a couple gears and just kind of be a part of there's a whole lot more room for like spiritually principled living to and like a the presence of god or whatever that you want to call it to exist yeah because the intuitive thought has to happen in the moment right or, or just preceding the moment, yes. you know what I mean? Right. Like, and like, that's one thing that's always talked about. And I, I said the eleven step prayer, but I'm saying not like the Saint Francis prayer. 
like in the book, it says we ask God all throughout the day what our next step is to be. And mm-hmm. something that always sticks out to me is it doesn't ask God for the next seven moves on the chessboard. Right. What is my next, all throughout the day, yep. what is my next step to be, right? Because it's in that moment and it's in the present that we can hear the intuitive thought. Right. And everything we do up to that point gets us clear and ready to hear that. And then my responsibility is to be there and do that. Right. And yeah. what I found is like if you were to put like a percentage percentage bar like there's only a hundred percent so if i'm giving all a hundred percent there's no room for like god to be working in my life Mm -hmm. so if i'm giving 50 then there's room for god to like intervene and what i find is my relationships are like that too like if if i'm a hundred percent in on megan there's no room for her to do anything so where if i'm at 50 megan has room to meet me at 50 and like I found there's much more harmony in our relationship or my work life or anything, you know. In other words, I'm just, again, I'm asserting my, I'm a self-will run right if I'm at the 100% mark all the time. It's just me doing everything I possibly can to get my way. And like when I, what I found is going like downshifting, going back from that, there's a lot more goodness that can happen. Even though our motives are good, right? right. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. Not, this is not mal- malintentioned, Kyle. No. Doing all of this thing. Yeah. This is like I genuinely want the best in this world. Exactly. But still manifesting entirely. Yes. Yeah. And what happens is things don't go off according to plan, and then I try harder, or I end up turning internal and beating the shit out of myself because yeah. things didn't work out, and it's like I need to just take my foot off the accelerator and let like things kind of unfold in a way that. What I found is like things end up coming towards me yeah. when I'm not trying to go get everything, you yeah. know. And I'm much more peaceful and happy in in my life when I'm living that way. So, God, um, Dan, uh, my first sponsor, mm-hmm. I I shouldn't have said we're, he's gonna he's gonna be on the podcast here before too long. He said yeah. he would do it, and he would say that like if you work towards God, then God will Me, work towards you. Yes, right. You it, just work towards God. Yes. And same thing, like Meet if up I, there. And I'm making hand signals. <laughs> yeah, same with like Megan or my my coworkers or whatever it is. Like if I just the principle's the same. Like if I if I just stay here, things will come towards me too. Yeah, is what I've found, and it's a much more peaceful place to live. I was going through the third step again with my, uh, my protege today, and it was oh, like, nice, uh, dude. I was going to ask that next. Yeah, it was good. Like, it was, it was, it was really awesome. Like, I just sometimes I think that I need to get involved in people's lives, and I don't. Man, we have the realizations when God strikes us with the realizations, you know. And He had talked about, and I think it's okay for me to talk about this, and you know, people don't know who He is, and so I'm. I'm but he was talking about how he had been sitting around on his couch feeling sorry for himself about what he didn't have. And then all of a sudden, like, you thunder, you know, he got the, oh, because I did what my um, my sponsor did with me and asked him to sort of rewrite that third step in its own words or what does it mean to him. Mm-hmm. And in so doing and in so reading the literature, he had had the realization, how dare he sit here and feel sorry for himself after all he's been given. Yeah, that's right? cool. Yeah, it was just that opposite, you know, that, that realization that he had. And I was like, so it's like this. It's this simple. My business right now, what's my responsibility, is seeking and having a relationship with God and what's God's business is all the details of my life. Everything and, else. And we can break it down to that simple, and that's our third step. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. And so when you're talking about 
leaving room and leaving that 50%, if, you know, if mm -hmm. that's the essence of that third step. Right. My business is God. And, and, and I followed that up with, we don't need to know how to seek and have a relationship with God. Steps four through 12 are for that. Exactly. Those are our instruction manuals. Right. We're here to clear out the lines of communication. We're here so that we can receive intuitive thought yeah. to get to that place. Right. And four through 12, we're going to, you know, it's good to go through and have a regular, you get your teeth cleaned twice a year. doesn't mean that you don't brush them every day. You right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that analogy. Yeah, dude, you're killing them today. <laughs> Just knocking them out of the park, dude. Yeah, that's the um, the nice part is uh, like a, the the program is pretty simple and I don't need to understand how it works. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I just know that if I do this stuff, shit's going to happen. And what I've found is anyone that does this stuff, shit happens and then they have a different perspective. Yeah. And like I could intellectualize the shit out of that and try to explain it. Yeah. Be like, well, if you do this, this is what this is why and this is why and this is why. But it's like in reality, like I'm just... I'm putting effort into building a relationship with a power greater than me. And then what happens is that power starts working in my life, you know? Yeah. And then I'm good. <laughs> and I don't need to like, uh, over complicate it from there. Yeah. This way he was talking about this morning and I don't know why that this and that I was like, dude, we're talking about a real power source. We tap into a real power source. Mm -hmm. You don't think I want to do all these things that I'm living the way I'm, I, this is the way I always wanted to live. Right. The need of power wasn't there. Right. And again, we don't even need to figure out how to do it. We got a set of directions. It's exactly. super simple. Yeah, exactly. It's the most simplest. Right. So that's good, man. Sweet. Yeah. Protege's doing well. Yeah, I'm excited for him. That's good. He's going home to spend some time with his family for Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah, they don't live here. Right. So that's good. Um. Yeah, happy for him. That's awesome. Yeah. We're like 50 minutes in. Cool. Let's put a bow tie on this. I say we call this yeah. a motherfucking podcast. We have an Instagram, right? Yeah, it's Recovered AF Podcast. Sometimes we post on it. We're not very good, but I just, my life's not that interesting. I, I think we do pretty good, honestly. Okay. I think we have like 30 pictures posted. Oh, That's quite yeah. a bit. Is it? Yeah. We don't have a lot of followers, though. So yeah. go follow us. Yeah, follow us. Damn it. There's like, just do it. Just check it out. Yeah. But uh, we yep. have a Gmail, too, right? Yeah, it's recoveredafpodcast at gmail.com. And then uh, just real quick, again, like, so if you listen to these in order, you know, we got that one coming out, and it, um, uh, it's, you'll find out real quick it's not very 12-steppy, and we just ask you to listen with an open mind. Or don't listen. <laughs> or don't listen. Don't listen to that one. Yeah, if it's going to piss you off. Yeah, that's fine, too. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. All right. At one point, I think I might have not listened to that one. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I thought you meant yesterday. No. Yes. Like at one point in my past, if oh, someone would have presented absolutely. me with that, I would have been like, get the fuck out of my face with this. Yeah. Oh, for my first time in sobriety? Yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah. But now I'm like, hey, man, I think it's kind of cool. These people are trying to help people, and I'm all for it. Yeah. And if uh, if you like it, awesome. If you don't, awesome. Yeah. We're good. All right, cool. Toodles. <laughs>